So we are a top 10 podcast for 20 of our listeners. Oh. We are a top five podcast for 14 of our listeners. Oh. And we are the top podcast for seven of our listeners. Wow. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Oh, you guys love us. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of No One Cares About. Your 2023 Bimageddon Heart Heart. So you ready? Ready. We've been telling everyone it's coming, and now it's here. It is here. Thank goodness. The last of the huge bye weeks. Yeah, just as you're getting ready for the playoffs and trying to get get one of the last spots in there, got to deal with all these buys. Yeah, I'm actually more affected by some of these injuries than the actual buys. Well, injuries plus buys, that's a recipe for Bimageddon. That is true. So we shall see how we fare. I mean, you'll be fine. I'm on the, like, right on the edge. Well, welcome to all of our new listeners post-Turkey Day. You know, that's usually when we get a ton of new people on the pod getting ready for uh, fantasy playoffs. Uh, if you don't know who I am, my name is Commissioner Johnny, and I'm joined as always by your favorite co-host, Crispy. We'll be talking a little recap of last week and getting you ready, hopefully for Bimageddon and playoffs right around the corner. The sleeper countdown has begun. Has it? It is. It's live. Oh, scary. I don't have much hope for myself. I mean, I kind of feel like I'm going to make it, which is more, I've already, I mean, I've talked about this plenty of times now. Um, I'm annoyed that I'm going to make it. I feel like I did everything to not make it without blatantly trying to not make it. And yeah, I think I'm still going to make it. I mean, you could have benched your players against me. You chose not to and you still beat me. Well, that's a different victory. And now you're playoff bound. Well... That's not true. If I lose this week, then I think maybe I might drop out. It'll be close. We'll see. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it because then I'd have a better draft pick next season. All right. Well, uh, how was uh, your turkey day? Uh, it was okay. Mostly watched football. <laughs> Thank God. As one should. I know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, didn't, you know, had the usual, the usual things that most people are having across the country so not very unique nice uh how was yours kind of slightly disappointed by our thanksgiving football but we'll talk about it later all right sounds good have you looked at our spotify wrapped i did actually just a little bit before we recorded you want to know how many minutes we've created this year is this oh just this year my guess is that it's less than last year because last year we had some really long episodes and we've been better this year. Well, but it includes la- like last season's off season. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's all of 2023. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. So then it would be a little bit higher. How many minutes? Lay it on me. 988. Oh, wow. Almost a thousand minutes. People listen to all that? <laughs> I mean, that, that's not confirmed by the Spotify rap, but it's out there. Well, that's exciting. Lord knows we edit it. We edit tons of minutes out of this stuff. So <laughs> it could have easily been over a thousand. Well, apparently people really loved our uh, big game parlay picks episode. 
it's our biggest episode. So uh, we got to have Ruben back for it early next year. Yeah, definitely have to bring him back. We had new fans. Apparently. 68% of our listeners are new this year. It's a lot. 20% of our new listeners started with your big your big game parlay picks. See, it's a big episode for us. It says our, our listeners definitely told their friends about you. So they listened. And like said, that. tell all of your friends. It also like makes me think that Spotify is listening to us too. Well, that's really cool. That was cool. Well, thanks, guys. Shouts to the listeners. Shouts to Gunther. Definitely shouts to Gunther. Shout outs to our top seven listeners, our top, our 14 top five listeners, and our 20 top 10 listeners. (laughs) And everyone else, too. And everyone else, too. Maybe you, too, can join those ranks. Oh, there we go. Challenge accepted. All right, well, let's jump into the pod. Let's see. Um, let's start off with our week 12 recap. Yeah, I mean, as always, there's injuries. Um, not terribly, more like, I want to call them generic, but like more of like what we're accustomed to and what can happen in a game. No season enders this time. Oh, yeah. No, no season enders and some big surprises at the at the end that we will talk about. Um, well, first on this list is someone I'm not very happy about. Chris Olave uh, did get a concussion last week. It's likely that he's going to be out um, this next week due to the concussion protocol. So not super pleased. But I guess there's some hope that he could potentially play because he did practice um, in a limited capacity today. Today being Wednesday. So he he has a few days. I think he'll be back by this weekend. I hope so. Because that's like the biggest injury that's affecting me. But anywho, um, next we have Amari Cooper. He's dealing with a rib injury. He did leave his game early as well. However, x-rays were negative. So it does look like he avoided any sort of serious injury. Um, he is questionable for this week. So, so just you know, continue to monitor his situation. If you have him in your lineup or on your benches. Um, but if he doesn't, if he doesn't play, then you're most likely going to be looking to David Njoku, Cedric Tillman, and Elijah Moore. Yeah, it's tough because we're dealing with all the buys, but there's just no one you can really trust in Cleveland. Especially, we don't even know who's actually starting for quarterback as of Wednesday night. So, good luck. Good luck if we have to go that route. Yeah, we'll we'll get down to that. But uh, next up is Baker Mayfield. He's dealing with an ankle injury. Um, he did exit the game briefly. But he did return. Um, but he ended up receiving some treatment during a significant por- portion of the post game. So it, I think he was seen limping around, and and there's obviously some discomfort there. Um, he's expected to get an MRI. I didn't see any updates on whether or not he did get that MRI, um, or I may have missed it. But if he doesn't play, then it'll likely be Kyle Trask starting. Whoever it is, as long as they get Mike Evans the ball. I know, I know. Next is Rashid Shahid. Um, he has a thigh injury that he's dealing with. Also left the game early, uh, which is concerning for the Saints because they are definitely struggling at wide receiver. Uh, with Shahid being injured, Olave in concussion protocol, and Michael Thomas on IR, uh, there's not a lot of options out on the field for yeah, not a lot of options for Carr. However, uh, most likely to benefit is At Perry, who is a rookie. Lynn Bowden 
and Marquez Callaway. Uh, Some potential tight ends to benefit would be Juwan Johnson and our commissioner's all-time favorite, Taysom Hill. All-time favorite tight end slash quarterback slash running back. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I didn't didn't even know Marquez Callaway was still on the Saints. Tough time. Tough time for the Saints right now. They might as well be on by. Uh, Yeah, well, Taysom uh, top 10 next week? Mm, Don't count on it. (laughs) All right. No bets there. Uh, Like, as you know, you were mentioning, not really sure who's going to start in Cleveland. And that is because Dorian Thompson Robinson, otherwise known as DTR, is dealing with a concussion as well. He left in the fourth after a pretty brutal hit. Um, They said he looked dazed and he ended up having a bloody lip from it. So that does not sound like a a very good hit. If he doesn't clear protocol, which most likely seems unlikely at this time, it should be PJ Walker to start. However, Joe Flacco is on the practice squad. Not sure if he's ready. Uh, I would expect Flacco starts this week. Yeah, with DTR down and, you know, PJ Walker started a few games, we know, obviously. Um, but they obviously made a move for Joe Flacco for a reason. And I think this would be the time to to get him in there. Yeah, definitely does seem like the better option in Cleveland. But we'll we'll see what happens. Situation to monitor. And uh, last and not least for this side of the injury news is Jonathan Taylor, who out of nowhere had a thumb injury. I don't know if he got hurt during the game. Um, but he's undergoing thumb surgery and is expected to miss multiple weeks. So for those of you who held on to Zach Moss, it's probably going to be Moss time again. You know how I held on to Moss? This guy. Who has two thumbs and held on to Moss? This guy right here. Got Moss <laughs> ready to go. Got Kyron Williams ready to go. I'm ready for this end of season right now. Ugh. You know what? It just takes one week in the postseason to rip it all away. Oh, slow down with that. I'm trying to throw a curse at me. I don't want you to be the first repeat. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I didn't see any injury. I don't know if anyone's identified any specific injury that happened during the game. Uh, but it was noted that he didn't get a lot of passing work um, this past week. So that could have been an indication that something was lingering there. And yeah, unfortunately, uh, has to have surgery. So Zach Moss owners rejoice. Jonathan Taylor owners Sad times. That sad, sad times for uh, JT, JT owners. Yeah, no, for real though, because I mean, you, you drafted him, hopefully knowing that he was going to miss the beginning of the season. And then it was a question mark when he was going to come back after the IR thing and this contract, blah, blah, blah. And then he comes back, a little bit of a slow start. And then, um, you know, eventually gets back up to speed. And now he's gone for, going to be gone for at least two weeks. So, um, yeah, not not fun for them. Nope, definitely not. But on the other end of the injury news, we are officially on Rogers Watch 2023. I know you're excited for this one. It's just a weird and wild story. I don't even I don't even know. But uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, who tragically, maybe not but we thought he did or was told that he did tear his Achilles in week one on the what fourth play, the first drive of the game. Question mark on what exactly that injury really is. But uh, the Jets have, as of today, opened his 21-day practice window. 
So Rogers has uh, right before the 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 Jets Week 16 game to be activated or he'll be placed back on IR. Yeah, I I don't even know what to make from that. I got the notification today about it, and there have been rumblings, obviously, but I don't know. I feel like he's just trying to prove a point with all this, and I definitely don't wish injury upon any player, but it'd be hilarious if he comes back week 16 and just gets injured again. I know. I mean, like, I think that's what everyone thinks, though. It's like, it just doesn't make any sense that he's going to even be potentially capable of playing. I mean, just because they're opening his practice window doesn't mean that he will actually start or play or anything. It could very well be, you know, they're doing it and then realize, oh, no, he really can't and just end up placing him right back onto IR. But in the off chance that he ends up back on that field, like whoever he prays to in his dark, dark caves, I hope (laughs) they protect him. Yeah, and it'd be different, you know, the Talk early on was, you know, what if they were still in contention? They're four and seven right now, which honestly is probably better than most people thought they'd be. Um, but I I can't imagine they're still in the hunt, you know, a few weeks from now when he makes this triumphant return. So we'll see. Yeah, it it really just seems all for like nothing. Like if he's just trying to prove a point, like what point are you trying to prove? Like your team's not doing well enough to even be trying to prove a point like it all just seems pointless so i don't know i mean like i said rogers watch 2023 21 days starts today we'll see what happens good luck to you sir (laughs) see you week 16 see you there all right so we've been talking about it here it is week 13 by mcgeddon part two let's talk about it so we have the Baltimore Ravens. That means you're losing Lamar and Zay Flowers, who's been really good as of late. Buffalo Bills, which is definitely a fantasy powerhouse there. Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, James Cook, even th- and Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis, Dalton Kincaid, also lots of bodies there. Uh, Chicago Bears, um, DJ Moore, surprisingly, has been on our top ten list a lot as of late. So that's going to be a loss if you. You know, been benefiting from him. Uh, the Raiders, you're losing Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. Uh, the Vikings, Vikings, Vikings. I mean, I, maybe you're missing Dobbs. I mean, we've been praising Dobbs, we've been praising the astronaut, but after this past week, might be might be a good time for him to go on by. Yeah, this might all be for the best. Good timing for their buy. I mean, Kevin O'Connell's talking about not even starting him next next game, so. Might be time to move on from Dobbs if if you were going to roll with him. Oof, that's sad. Well, there's always NASA Dobbs. <laughs> we're still waiting to hear um, Justin Jefferson coming back soon, but either way, they're on by this week, so potentially the week after might see him. And last but not least is the New York Giants. Uh, you're losing Saquon, who's been you know decent, I guess, for running back, and uh, of course our Lord and Savior Tommy DeVito. I wish we had a video so people could see <laughs> the the Italian gesture for Tommy. The, Itali- the Italian Tommy DeVito gesture. Well, he's going to spend the week at home with his parents and uh, eat lots of pasta and come back. Mm-hmm. Ready to go. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> gotta love it. Gotta love it. So hopefully we've given you enough warning and you guys are prepared for the Bimageddon. 
Again, it is Wednesday night, so we're past waivers. Whatever changes have been done. And best of luck to y'all. Good luck. Godspeed. Uh, But looking ahead to week 14, somehow the uh, schedule makers figured it out. They had it right. They had the script and saved the worst, some of the worst teams for last. Uh, The Arizona Cardinals and Washington Commanders will be on by in week 14. Probably doesn't matter much. There's a little bit of impact, I guess, maybe more so from like the commanders. And Kyler's been halfway decent. So we'll see what kind of numbers he puts up this week. But uh, yeah, that'll be it. Last week will be the end of it. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. All right. So with the Thanksgiving week behind us, we still can look back and take a look at some top 10 performances. Uh, so let's kick it off with quarterbacks. Um, number one on the week was Josh Allen, 40.7 points. He's actually QB one as well on the season. Uh, similarly, we have Jalen Hurts, QB two on the week, QB two on the season, 35.5 points. Keep the trend going. Dak Prescott is QB three on the week, QB three on the season, 32.2 points. Uh, CJ Stroud had a good game there. He was QB four. 30.9 points. That makes him QB6 on the season. Uh, Jordan Love had another great week as well. 26.6 points. He's managed to stick in the top 10 on the season, which is just wild to me. I early on talked about how much I did not believe in him as a fantasy quarterback. Uh, I guess I am proven wrong on this one. He is QB9 on the season. Pretty sure I was a supporter and I told you. Although I am also very surprised to see him doing so well. Yeah, I just, you know, I just didn't think he would maintain what he's done. And I mean, Packers haven't really been the highlight monster. Christian Watson's been rather disappointing this year, but Jordan Love continues to put up at least fantasy numbers. So that's good. Uh, QB6, Trevor Lawrence has been red hot as of late as well. 25.6 points. He is QB15 on the season. Like if, if you were to ask me which quarterback was better, Fantasy-wise on the season, I probably would have guessed Lawrence, even though he was up and down. But no, apparently six spots behind Jordan Love. Matt Stafford, uh, QB7 on the week, 24.4 points. Mahomes, QB8, 20.8 points. He's also QB8 on the season. Probably has to be the, I don't know, this hot takey. I think he's the most disappointing top quarterback this year. Oh, absolutely. I would, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that like this is not where he should be he should be top five for sure and i mean he's not i mean he was drafted top one slash top two quarterback so even if he was down to top five i think would have been disappointing but now he's he's quarterback eight so just been a weird one i mean it's it's probably the lack of receivers kelsey's had a little bit of a down year compared to the past but um Mahomes is seeing a pretty big drop off because of it. Can't always rely on Kelsey. Uh, QB nine on the week was Kyler Murray, 20.4 points. And rounding off the top 10, Sam Howell, 18.3 points. He remains top five quarterback. He is QB four on the season. That's crazy. I don't know how he's doing it. I don't know how he stays up there, but there he is. I mean, that literally means like, Beginning of the season, we should have drafted Sam Howell over Mahomes. So that's literally what that means. That's so weird. 
And like fast forward to next year, come come draft season, I promise you, no one's drafting Sam Howell over Mahomes. He might. No one's gonna do it. We know the truth. I, I think Mahomes is gonna drop in ADP a little bit next year, but it's not gonna drop below Sam Howell, you know. No. Also, the commanders are most likely gonna have a new head coach next season. So that always leaves things weird. Yeah, but I mean he's he's putting up numbers, not not the W numbers, but he's putting up, you know, fantasy numbers, which is it's not insignificant. It, it's good stats for him. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe they'll trade him off. All right, let's move on to our running backs. RB1 on the, on the week was Kyron Williams makes his triumphant return uh, for the Rams. He had 38.4 points. Even though he's missed, you know, several games, he's still RB16 on the season. So good on him. I'm sure that'll change very quickly and he'll be climbing up the ranks. Yeah, for sure. Uh, CMC hanging up in the top as he always does. 30.9 points. RB1 on the season. Uh, Bijan Robinson, big week for him. 27.3 points. He He was mad at you. He went and showed you. You dissed him last week. Whoa, sorry, Bijan. Man. But yeah, he uh, also a little surprising to me. He still maintained a top 10 on the season. He's RB8. Isaiah Pacheco is RB4 on the week, 25.9 points. Uh, Josh Jacob, also been, you know, do, having a really good second half of the season. He's RB5, 22.5 points. That makes him RB4 on the season. Uh, Tony Pollard, welcome back to the top here, sir. RB6 on the week, 22.3 points. Ramondre Stevenson, RB7 on the week, 21.7 points. Uh, Raheem Mostert, Another big game for him, 21.4 points as RB8 on the week, RB2 on the season. Uh, the aforementioned Jonathan Taylor still managed a top 10 performance. He was RB9, 21.1 points, but still hanging around RB31 on the season. And uh, that's going to be dropping in the next couple weeks since he's not playing. That's a wild number for him. It really is, yeah. And wrapping up our top 10 was Derrick Henry, 20.6 points. And he's just outside of the top 10 on the season. He is RB12. Yeah, he's had a slow start um, to the season for sure, which is why he's you know not sitting in the top 10 quite yet. But he's starting to make more of a splash as we're getting further along. So I think he'll probably, I think he'll finish top 10 by the end of the season. Yeah, we often talk about like the point differential too with these top 10 performances. You know, having the top, the 10th running back with 20 points it's pretty solid. So, um, you know, you're happy with all those performances for sure. Yeah, it was a good turnout for the running backs this week. All right, moving on to our wide receivers. Wide receiver one, no strangers to this list, Tyreek Hill. He's wide receiver one on the season, 25.4 points. Uh, Mike Evans had 25 points. He was wide receiver two on the week, wide receiver nine on the season. Um, you know how many yards Mike Evans is currently at? No, I wanted to check and I totally forgot. 850. He's almost there. I mean, he can do it this week. He can get 150 yards in a game. Well, depending on, I don't know, is he going to get it with Kyle Trask if Baker doesn't play? Oh, man. Just give him a two-yard two dump off and then have him work his magic. We'll see. Maybe not getting it this week, depending on the quarterback play, but uh, hopefully should be getting it soon. Uh, wide receiver three on the week, Rasheed Rice, 24.7 points. Uh, Devontae Smith, wide receiver four on the week, 
23.6 points. Nico Collins finally is back on this list. Wide receiver 5, 23.4 points. Uh, we talked about this guy a little bit earlier. Zay Flowers was wide receiver 6, 23.2 points. Keenan Allen, even though the Chargers had a little bit of a rough one the other night, still manages a top 7 performance there, 22.6 points. He is wide receiver 2 on the season. Captain Hot and Cold, Gabe Davis, wide receiver 8 <laughs> on the week, 22.5 points. Um, and to justify that statement, he is wide receiver 32 on the season. So <laughs> all over the place there. Uh, DJ Moore, wide receiver 9 on the week, wide receiver 7 on the season. He had 22.4 points. And then tying that as well was Debo Samuel, 22.4 points. Uh, he's wide receiver 10 and wide receiver 39 on the season. Yeah, the point spread for the wide receivers this week was all very, very tight. It's like three points. Three points. That's crazy. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's as a fantasy manager, you kind of like that, right? Because you're not disappointed with these performances. Everyone's kind of in that same mix, but then you're not getting the boom from your big stars, right? I, weird to say, but like 25 points from Tyreek Hill is like a low for him. Yeah. No, it's definitely not impressive, but. At least everyone's kind of hanging around the same level of each other. Like everyone's just, that's just what they're producing. There's not like one player who did 50 and now everyone's like looking kind of crappy in comparison. Right. Well, speaking of point differentials, let's wrap up with our tight ends. (laughs) Oh God. So he's back. This is his second top 10 performance this year. I mean, he's missed five games, so kind of understand that, but Pat Fryermuth is your tight end one on the week. He had 21 points um, all the way down there. at Tight end 30 on the season, though. But again, missed half the season so far. Uh, tight end two on the week was Tyler Higby, 19.9 points. Uh, Sam Laporta was tight end three, 17.7 points. Uh, even though the Lions had a bit of a rough one. Yeah. I mean, Goff like, could not hold on to the ball. Like He looked like... <laughs> He looked like the goth that the LA Rams remember. Yeah, sure did. But luckily, at the end of the game, San Laporta did get that one touchdown. That was, you know, a seven point play and change. So uh, we'll take it, especially as San Laporta owners. Uh, tight end four on the week was TJ Hawkinson. He had 16 points. He is tight end one on the season. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 15.1 points. Definitely a low for him, uh, though, is still tight end two on the season. I don't know how. I feel like he hasn't been on this list enough with enough points, but... Well, he started off hot. He got a ton early on. Um, But it's just... It's also a statement of the tight end position. Yeah, it's true. Tight end six on the week was Gerald Everett, 14.3 points. Uh, Trey McBride uh, was tight end seven, 13 points there. Uh, He is tight end 12 on the season, which is crazy because... He's just taken over for Zach Ertz, but um, he's had, you know, since Zach Ertz has been gone, he's he's had a good season so far, but um, already, you know, a top 12 tight end, so it's good on him. Uh, David Njoku was tight in 8, 11.9 points. He's tight in 10 on the season. Cole Komet, 11.3 points, was tight in 9 on the week, tight in 6 on the season. And wrapping up on our list was Evan Ingram, 9.9 points. Didn't quite break the 10-point <laughs> range there for him. Um, but he manages to stay tight end seven on the season. Yeah, the tight ends range from 21 to 9.9 points. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Not, uh, yeah, not everyone's playing on the same level, but it's better than 
no points, I guess, from your Titan. That's true. All right. And moving on to our cheapy teams. Cheapy, duh. You got Johnny. I'm just going to give it to Thanksgiving Day football. You know, I mean, going into it, we knew they were going to be lopsided. They were lopsided. Oh, they were so lopsided. This wasn't fun. I mean, the only exception to that, I guess, was the Lion and Packers game. I think we all thought the Lions were going to win that one. But Jordan Love, again, had a great day. Um, and Goff just did everything he could to not win that game. <laughs> so I guess that was a little bit of an upset. But, you know, that just wasn't fun because, you know, as fantasy managers, I'm sure plenty of us had Lions players there ready to hopefully go off, which did not happen. But the Cowboys blowing out the commanders by 35 points. And the Seahawks are, yeah, the Seahawks losing um, by 18 points. It just wasn't fun to watch. I mean, I enjoyed the Cowboys demolishing the Commanders. Uh, you'd rather them demolish like a good team, though. Yeah, no, it wasn't that exciting. But I mean, there was there was some really good plays and there was interesting stuff happening on the sidelines. Probably, yeah, that's probably more interesting than most of what was happening in the game. Not because like the Cowboys weren't playing well, but just, yeah, I mean, at a certain point, you're like, all right, another touchdown. <laughs> really? But what did happen that was really cool and really exciting was, you know, a new NFL record was made uh, by Deron Bland. He got his fifth interception return for a touchdown um, which is the most ever in the NFL in one season so congratulations that was super cool um, they threw him into the into the red kettle for the Salvation Army it was just great Jim Nance's calling of the play was just like so exciting um, and everything about it was really great so that part of it was, was really cool as um, a Cowboys fan and just a fan in general and and seeing how great like the Dallas defense is, is just amazing. So that was fun. Yeah. I sent you a thing where um, it showed all the players that have less touchdowns than drawn bland. And it was, that was sad. <laughs> Travis Kelsey, Devonte Adams, Derek Henry, literally any player on the Patriots. That's so, sad. so bad. I know it's so bad. Yeah, it's it's an interesting season for sure. But uh, yeah, no, good on Duran Bland. Congrats. Those are my cheapy teams. What else? Uh, what what do you have for us? Well, we do. <laughs> Some of these are are not quite sure who's cheapier than the other on these teams. But we have the Patriots and Giants game. Uh, Patriots lost to the Giants seven to ten. Somehow the Patriots look made Tommy DeVito look really good. Mac Jones looks real bad. Yeah, that was not great. And then Monday Night Football, I don't think anyone enjoyed watching. Bears did come up with a win to beat the Vikings 12 to 10. And Dobbs got four interceptions for, was it negative 6.42 fantasy points or something like that? Well, he ended up with a positive score eventually. Oh, did he? But yeah, I, I started him in one league. And for the majority of that game, I had negative points from him. That was tough to watch. Yeah. Well, like we said. Super frustrating because I don't know if you remember, but like the first play of the game was a 50-yard pass to Jordan Addison that ended up getting broken up. But I was like, ooh, this is how this game's going to go. Like he's going to fling it. We're going to get some yards and stuff. But no, that was definitely not the tone of the game. Yeah. Well, like we said, probably for the best that both of these teams will be on by. 
this week. All right, looks like uh got another voicemail coming in. I still don't know where this freaking phone is. I don't know, but someone has a number to it. Maybe a couple people. I don't know. I can't tell anymore. It never sounds like the same person, and I'm always very confused. <laughs> Let's check it out. Yo, uh, Johnny Tight Shorts. It's Bumboy here. Uh, yeah, you had some real cast of characters on the last few weeks. Uh, he had uh, Rube, that handsome son of a bitch. And uh, Fat Phil. <laughs> Fat Phil. <sighs> and uh, the whitest man who ever lived. Butthill. But anyway, <clears throat> you know, us Colombians got to stick together, so I got a... Uh, man, I just got back from Vegas. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Hold on. <clears throat> oh, yeah. All right, so let me get you some pics. I went big in Vegas last week. See if I can do it again. Uh, first up, we got Pats, plus four and a half at home. Gets the Chargers. Yeah, it's a good lock. Oh, uh, I got the Kenny the Saint special. That's the favorite, plus the over. And uh, so for that pick, I got the Dolphins, minus 10, over 49 and a half. Yeah, Dolphins going to crush them. 100 bucks will win you 273. Yeah. Uh... I know you got a girl on this podcast. I don't I don't know what girls know about football, but I think she knows a little something. I hear she's cursed, so I'm going to call this one the Crispy Curse Special. <sighs> I got the Eagles, her favorite team. <laughs> Plus two and a half at home against the Niners. You should buy a point. Get it to three and a half. You still get a hundred bucks for uh, 160 bucks. I got a three-team... Teaser for uh, the Chi-Chi's. Got the Broncos plus nine and a half. Saints at home plus ten. Steelers plus a half a point. All they got to do is win. Hunter, get you 150. And uh, I know you're Colombian, dude, but I don't know how you ended up a Broncos fan. You know, something bad must have happened in your life. So I'm going to call this one the Johnny Donkey Prop Bet of the Week. It's uh, Cortland Sutton. Uh, he'll be the first touchdown scorer of the game. And that'll get you 10 to 1. Yeah. Oh, I can feel that money in my pocket already, Johnny. Tight shorts. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Bomb boy. Over and out. So, yeah. So, it looks like uh, last week he went uh, three for five. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we get a little, little bit of a better showing this week. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, people aren't... Uh... Betting their children's tuition. You finally got a crispy curse bet. How do you feel about that? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would like to say that I'm honored, but I'm also really disappointed. <laughs> well, the way that it works is that, you know, he's taking the Eagles plus two and a half, so they can still lose by less than two points. Maybe well, considering all of their games are super close, that I guess that is a potential thing. So if we can both win, I. That's fine. We can both win. Right. I'll allow it. Okay. Love to see it. <laughs> All right. So speaking of picks, how are we doing? Uh, I was up a fair amount on you. I was up six games as of last week. How do we do this past week? Yeah, you're still going to be up technically. 
but I did do better than you. Ooh, a little, little bit of a catch up, huh? Mm-hmm. By one pick. Okay. So you went nine and seven last week. Okay. That makes me 30 and 14 on the season. And I went 10 and six. So you're 25 and 19 on the season. I'm, I still have a five game lead on you. Yeah. Well, we had a lot of the same picks. I mean, we, we can't make them all spicy. No. I mean, a lot of them are what were, most of them were what we was the ones where we went differently. And I could have, I, ah, man, freaking bills. I should have won. Well, you said you you were going to like maybe get a bonus one on me. What was the bonus one? Oh, um, we both went Dolphins and I went Dolphins with the Jets touchdown. Oh, and I didn't believe in the Jets touchdown. I don't know if you really acknowledged it. I mean, I can see myself not liking a Jets touchdown. But they did get one. It's true. It may have been a defensive touchdown, but it was a touchdown nonetheless. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, let's take a look at this week and see. uh, Let's see if you can cut into my lead a little bit. We'll have to take completely different picks. We'll see how this goes. I'm winning, so I should still go first, right? If you insist. I mean, how? I mean, or we can do the the winner of the week. You won the week, so maybe you can go first. Up to you. Let's do winner of the week, just so that I can go first this week. All right, it's yours. All right. Well, starting off with Thursday night football tomorrow, finally get the Cowboys. The Seahawks will be traveling to to Dallas for a matchup against the Cowboys. Seahawks are six and five to the Cowboys, eight and three. I don't think anyone will be surprised when I take the Cowboys. Yeah, I I'm sure we both went Niners last week on that on that game. I thought the Seahawks would do a little bit better than they did. Clearly they didn't. I'm joining you on the Cowboys on that one. Yeah, I mean I overall I'm I'm disappointed with how the Seahawks are doing. I I wish they were just doing better, but um yeah, things just aren't clicking the way they were last season, unfortunately. Which is fine because I want the Cowboys to win. <laughs> And moving on to our regularly scheduled games on Sunday. Uh, Sunday morning, we have uh, Dolphins who are eight and three going to Washington to face the Commanders, who are four and eight. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know who I want to choose here. No, I'm just kidding. I will be going in Dolphins. Let's go Dolphins, but plenty of Sam Howell throwing the ball. Yeah, I mean, somehow he's the number number four quarterback. So should be some sort of action out of him. Next game is the Falcons, who are five and six, facing the Jets, who are four and seven. I don't know. <laughs> Who's starting now for the Jets? Is it Tim Boyle still? I hope it's Trevor Simeon, but I don't know if that announcement's been made. I know we don't like Arthur Smith, but I'm probably going to go Falcons. Oh, I was going to go Falcons because Arthur Smith annoyingly still wins games. They are going to the Jets. It will be in New York slash New Jersey. Oh, I actually don't want to go with you, but I am going to go Falcons. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to pick the better team, question mark. Yeah, you can call them that. <laughs> I mean, Bijan came back to be in the top 10, so. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Next game is the Lions, who are 8-3, and three, coming off of that embarrassing loss on Thanksgiving, heading over to New Orleans to face the Saints, who are 5-6, and six, and without a wide receiver core, I'm, I'm going Lions. Yeah, I can't see the Lions losing back-to-back. Last week was a divisional game, was embarrassing for Goff, but Goff can bounce back. 
So I will go Lions as well. Next up in the morning slate are the Colts, who are six and five, facing the Titans, who are four and seven. I mean, Derrick Henry had a great game last week. I don't know. Is it still Minshew? <laughs> it's still Minshew, yep. Minshew against Will Levis. That's right. <laughs> did the Titans win last week? Oh, they did. So did the Colts. Hmm. I mean, the Titans played the Panthers last I week. I know, I know, I know. I'm going to go Colts. Ugh, I shouldn't have said that. I wanted you to go Titans. Uh, I was looking at the, the thing. I know who they played. I know. But but you were so excited about Derrick Henry. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, Zach, it's Zach Moss time. Zach Moss's first blow-up game was against the Titans, so I expect another huge one again. Give me some Minshew. Go Colts. There you go. Uh, next in the morning, or also in the morning, is the Chargers, who are four and seven. Uh, well, I mean, actually, this is their, it's a better record than who they're playing, uh, which are the Patriots, who are two and nine. Well, Belichick must just be fuming every day of his life. Or he's just, you know, swimming in cash like Scrooge McDuck. He's <laughs> wiping his teeth <laughs> with $100 bills. Oh, most likely. Um, but I'm still going to go Chargers. All right. I'm going to make this one spicy. Patriots got to win again eventually. The game is in New England. Give me some Patriots. I don't even know who's going to be the quarterback. Are they benching Jones? They they supposedly benched him last week. Well, yes. They supposedly benched him last week. And then Zappy ended up not starting. But then he got benched during the game. Uh, but I saw a thing today where um, Zappy and whoever QB three is were taken, were thrown to the wide receivers and, and the tight ends, and Mac Jones was not, and he was just standing next to the other two. So I don't think he's playing this week. But I'm yeah. still going to pick him to win. I was going to say that's going to go real well for the Patriots, but you stick with your pick. It's, st- it's still the Chargers, so I don't know. I'll find a way to. <laughs> Oh, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, also in the morning is your very own Broncos, who are six and five. Sure are. Uh, facing your CJ Stroud with the Texans, who are also six and five. I'm going, I'm going Texans. <laughs> you continue to go against the Broncos on most of these. Um, I was torn when they played the Vikings and had to pick against Josh Dobbs, but I did it then. Uh, t- Texans are a great team. Um, D'Amico Ryans is doing some a lot of really great stuff out there. Um, they're playing really well on all sides of the ball. CJ Stroud could be, sh- might be rookie of the year. I don't know. Broncos have won five I'm- straight, though. They've won five straight. They've played better teams than the Texans. I'm going Broncos. All right. And last game in the morning that we have are the Cardinals, who are two and ten. Uh, heading over to play the Steelers, who are seven and four. That's surprising. We we say that every week. I know, because it is. I mean, I don't know. Kyler's was this is back to back top tens for Kyler, wasn't it? Yes. Mm, how are the Steelers winning, and their quarterbacks not ever on the top ten? A really good defense is is really a, a big part of it. TJ Watt is having a season. I'm going Steelers. I can't. 
<laughs> uh, I went Cardinals last week thinking that maybe they could beat the Rams. Uh, that did not come to fruition and the Cardinals had a <laughs> rough one. Do I want to go three spicy picks in a row? Let's do it. Cardinals. Are you calling the Broncos a spicy pick? I mean, a little bit. The Texans are good. All right. And it's in it, the game's in Houston. But anyway, moving on from that. We're <laughs> in Cardinals here. I'm doing Cardinals. Got to keep all it. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, by all means, by all means, it could, they could win. I, I could, I could see them winning. I just don't want them to. Yeah. No, I get it. I don't even really have anything against them. I just don't. I mean, I don't know. Two and 10, like, just because Kyler's doing well does not equate to the team as a whole doing well. Sure. There's still a lot of issues. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. Heading into the afternoon, we have <laughs> poor Panthers. Panthers who are one in ten still. Uh Panthers will be playing the Buccaneers who are four and seven. Could be Kyle Trask. I'm still gonna go. I'm gonna go Bucks. I've chosen the Panthers a few times to get their second win. Haven't gotten it right. Uh, I didn't pick them the time they did win. I do think they can get another win. I don't think it's going to be against the Bucks, though. So I will go Bucks on this. <laughs> Tired of your spicy picks? Yeah, I mean, come on, Panthers. We're not doing that. <laughs> All right. Also in the afternoon are the 49ers, who are 8-3, and three, facing the... Mediocrely good Eagles the who are 10 1. Even football. <laughs> Whatever. All of their games are stupidly close against teams that they shouldn't be close to. So that's all I got to say. I mean, I'm obviously going 49ers. Yeah. This is a rematch from postseason, right? This is NFC Championship rematch. Let's go, Purdy. Why'd you have to say that? Oh man. So and CMC and Debo and George Kittle there. Eight and three Niners, ten and one Eagles, games in Philly. Niners are favored. Yeah, I'm gonna go Niners as well. I'm I'm okay with that because at least if they lose, we both lose. The Eagles need a little bit of humble pie. Oh my god. Yes, they do. And I'm perfectly fine with the 49ers being the first taste of that pie. Next in the afternoon are the Browns who are 7 and 4 facing the Rams who are 5 and 6. Kyron is on fire and DTR is in concussion protocol. So I am going to go Rams again. Yep. Yeah, um we'll fast forward I will join you on the Rams on this one as well. All right. So that is the last of the afternoon games. Heading into Sunday night football, we have the Chiefs, who are eight and three, facing the Packers, who are five and six. I think it's fair to think that the Chiefs should win, but the Packers could be coming out of Turkey Day feeling very full of themselves and confident. Um, so hopefully it's a good game, but I'm still going to go Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs have been weird as of late, but. Hard to see him losing against the Packers, so I'm going Chiefs as well. You're making it so interesting, and now we're picking the same players, same teams again. All right, and moving to the last game of the week, we on Monday Night Football, we have the 5-6 and six Bengals facing the 8-3 and three Jaguars. Does anybody know who the Bengals quarterback is? 
Browning? No. Jake Browning. Oh, it is Browning. Yeah. I'm going Jags. <laughs> yeah. Jags are playing pretty well. Um, Bengals obviously dealing with lack of Joe Burrow and still kind of figuring that out. They're going to be on the road in Jacksonville, so giving it to the Jags as well. Well, it's hard to catch up to your record when we're picking the same teams. Well, you got at least three games to hopefully do that. That still would only get me... You'd still be ahead by two. Yeah. You're not going to catch up by five games in one week. I could if you took different teams. All right. Well, we shall see. And here we are to everyone's favorite segment, Kamish and Crispy Corner. All right. What do you, what do you got for the week? I, I, I Everyone already knows that I'm, I'm currently in the playoffs. Don't know how I'm in the playoffs, um, and, which should make it very apparent to people as to why I feel that way. I found out I have the second lowest total points in the entire league. And Yes, I'm in fifth right now because I lost last week, but I was like in third last week. So got a little um, imposter syndrome happening. <laughs> yeah, that can definitely uh, lose some confidence going to the playoffs, huh? I don't want to be in the playoffs, but I don't want to like take myself out. I don't know. I don't know how I, I don't even know how I ended up there. Like I, I have no business being in the top six spots right now. I only have like, I think maybe 200 more points than Castro, who's dead last. So, And here we are. I know. I don't know how this happened. Well, if the other teams didn't realize it, now they do. And they're probably a little upset at you. <laughs> Sorry. Especially, let's say you get the last playoff spot. Whoever is in seventh is not going to be a happy camper. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I have no business being in the playoffs this season. On the other side of that token, uh, I got my asterisk. So I'm officially going to the playoffs. I didn't see it. I was looking at it earlier. I'm surprised that I'm the only asterisk. I guess there's a mathematical possibility for either Chris or David that are eight and four to not make the playoffs, which is kind of crazy. I haven't gone to verify it, but for whatever reason, they don't have an asterisk on there. So I guess it's technically possible. Oh, you do have an... I was looking in the wrong spot. I was like looking for it next to your name and it's next to the number. Haha. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting indeed. I'm curious to see who's in. Oh yeah, if I end up in the playoffs, PJ's gonna be real pissed at me. <laughs> as of as of right now, we'll see how that uh, all flips out. Yeah, there are four teams. One, two, three, four. Yeah, there's four teams who are all six and six. So any one of them could end up in the that sixth spot, uh, depending on how I do this week. That's funny that I'm kind of the holder of uh, the playoffs <laughs> positions. Yeah, on that note, kind of the big you you kind of have the big matchup of the week. Year seven and five team going against lose six and six team. So that 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 one has some pretty good playoff implications. Yeah, what if I knock out Lou from the playoffs? Oof, that would no be that would not be bueno. We shall see. Because yeah, on the, it- on the other end of that, PJ is playing Lynn, so. Without knowing what the lineups are going to be, I mean, he has he has a better record, so in theory, he should win that game. But you know, it also matters in how everyone uh, prepared for Biomageddon. That's very true. Very true. Well, we'll see. Talk about it next week. How are things in the fumble games? My ghost has drifted into the ether. 
Did you not see what happened this past week? No. <laughs> yeah, we had our 10th elimination of the week. Of the Sorry. 10th elimination of the season. And it was me. Oh, no. No longer a member of the Fumble Games. <laughs> so you eliminated yourself? I did. Yeah, totally did the whole the whole ceremony. I had to give my own eulogy. It was great. Uh, I wrapped up with 107 points, so I broke that 100 barrier that I typically have in myself. Uh, but, you know, my big downfall? Adam Thielen. Oh. Got me 1.2 points. How many points did you need to not get eliminated? There was There was one version of my lineup that would have kept me in. Uh, I had Devontae Smith on my bench with 23 points. So that would have made the difference. I think it was about 20. Why would you have benched him over Adam Thielen? So I think this is actually the, um, the, my downfall of the season. And so what happened last week in waivers is that I feel like I needed to upgrade my receivers more than anything else. And so AJ Brown was available on waivers. And so that was my big pick. And so I started AJ Brown and I had a really hard time starting AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. But we've talked about it. Like there's been a lot of like splitting, maybe not more recently, but like splitting catches and, and receptions. And we've seen a couple of times that AJ Brown and Devontae Smith end up on the top 10. That has not happened. It has happened. With both of them in the top 10, it has not. Yes, it has. Uh, I only see it once. And it was in week eight. AJ Brown was wide receiver three and Devontae Smith was wide receiver 10. Yeah. I mean, point. my point is that like it was, you know, it was a lot of going back and forth, but like both of them were doing pretty decently that if you should start both if you have them. And I feel like AJ Brown has been kind of a little slumpy lately. So I agree with that. I thought he was slumpy, so I thought he was going to have a better week. Typically what happens is that he complains that he doesn't get enough targets, and then he gets a ton of targets. So I thought he was due, and he had an okay week. He had 14.7 points. Um, But yeah, Devontae Smith had the better week. If I would have played both of them, then I would have won. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I would have played both over Adam Thielen. His age was showing. Adam Thielen's my guy, though. Oh, well, he was also your downfall. He was my downfall. Um, but yeah, I think that's... Well, yeah, that's where that's at. Uh, I dropped my players, and um, that means that your very own Austin Eckler, which was a little bit of my downfall, too. He had nine points, so he was part of my loss there. Um, went to waivers, and Lou picked up both A.J. Brown and Austin Eckler. And so mm. I told Lou, I was like, man, you picked up too many of my players, man. They're jinxed. And then um, and then uh, he was like, yeah, I was thinking about that. And then I mentioned to him how Austin Eckler's was yours. And he was like, I'm doomed. Because <laughs> <laughs> all season, you've been looking for the cursed player. I have been. I was just going to, and I was going to say right now, I'm like, maybe it's Austin Eckler. This is at least the second time Austin Eckler has been available. This is the second time AJ Brown's been available as well. And Lou ended up with both of those guys. So we'll see. Well, I'll definitely be paying attention to Elam's next week to see how Lou's doing. Especially if I beat him this week too. Ooh, if I beat him and he gets eliminated from Fumble Games, he's not going to like this part of the pod. He's definitely not. <laughs> 
Um, well, to wrap up Fumble Games, I last year, I think I got eliminated week eight. So I made it oh. week 13 this year. So there's definitely some improvement. Um, you know, was hoping, was hoping to get just a little further. You know, Sam Howell wasn't my downfall. So I was happy with that. I was able to ride with him and stuff like that. But unfortunate to be out at this point in time. But yeah, Fumble Games is down to six players. Exciting. Mm-hmm. Get into the good stuff. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to go ahead and wrap us up for the week. As always, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend. Tell all of your friends, which we have evidence that you've done. Oh, yeah. We got it on our Spotify wrapped. Uh, <laughs> find us on Twitter. Find us on Twitter. Find us on X. Gonna give it to you. At Noka underscore pod. One day on Instagram. One day. <laughs> Maybe you should just at least, you know, get the get the username. So whenever that day comes, at least we have the username ready to go. Should we just keep it Noka underscore pod? <laughs> And the consistency would be nice. Yeah. All right. I'll 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 think about making it. She's not gonna do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Johnny. And I'm Crispy. Good luck to everyone in week 13, unless you're playing one of us. In which case, we hope you lose. Blue. Bye, Mageddon. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Mageddon. Oh, boy. <laughs>